What's up, everybody? This is From the Grave to Grace podcast, where we will be digging into the Bible and looking at building our relationship with Christ. Thank you guys for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to From the Grave to Grace podcast. Uh, We are this morning on March the 2nd uh, on our sixth episode, and uh, we are very thankful that everything has gone the way that it has. Uh, We pray that you have gotten at least something out of the episodes that we have made so far. It's a little different for us. It's not something we've ever done. It's something we're learning as we go. Um. But this morning, I wanted to take a few moments, it won't be very long, uh, just to go over something that God laid on my heart. Um, It's something that we all end up not doing the right way, um, which this thing is to making sure that we use context. Whenever we read our Bibles or we hear a verse... We don't go and find out what's going on around that verse for context so that we can understand what was actually going on in that moment. So this morning, I just wanted to kind of remind you of that so that maybe it'll help you to see why it is that context is important. So I'm going to start off by saying that the definition of context can actually be summarized as all the stuff that is around whether it be time or place or surroundings or circumstances, etc., things like that, just things that would let you be able to see what's going around just so that you don't get the idea of only the verse or also be able to misconstrue the verse. So context, it actually can change everything whenever you're reading a verse or even a paragraph whenever you're reading a book. Um, everything that's surrounding that word or even the verse can utterly alter its meaning. So this morning, a verse that I actually chose to look at, um, is one that is actually one of the most popularly used verses in any of the Bible. It's actually commonly used by athletes. It's even used by Christians. It's used by, well, pretty much anybody and everybody. You know, everybody knows John 3.16 because it's the epitome of the gospel. But Philippians 4.13 is a verse that most everyone used and is one of the most misused verses in all time. People apply it to all of the wrong things and they use it in all the wrong contexts because they fail to understand what in context, it is actually saying. The verse isn't intended for you to be able to say, I can do all things through him who strengthens me so that I can win the lottery. Or really any worldly thing that you might want to do that isn't in God's will. People like athletes use it as an inspiration to win. People in like, as even Christians use it as a way to make themselves feel better in times of need. So when you actually look at the passage as a whole, 
we realize that Paul is in the middle of praising God for the support of the Philippian church when he was actually in the struggle. If you were to look and read around it, you would actually see that that's what that is. He actually goes on to even say that he has experienced what it's like to be in plenty as well as what it's like to have little. And through all of that process, he has learned that God would give him strength to pursue God's will for his life. I believe that as Christians, we should all understand that whenever it says that, and it says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me, or through Christ who strengthens me. It doesn't mean it in such a way as, well, I can win this church softball game because Christ strengthens me. It's talking about his will in your life. It's talking about him actually going through you and giving you the strength to complete what he has called you to do. By itself, this verse can actually be applied to virtually anything that you want to accomplish. However, whenever we actually read the context of it, we realize that what he means is that we can accomplish God's will no matter the circumstance because God will give us the strength to do what he has called us to do. That should be all the more encouraging that God will not ask you to do something without giving you the strength to do it. He is with us and he will strengthen us to accomplish his will. There's been many a times that I didn't think that I could do something or uh, for me, whenever I actually get up in front of people to preach or I get up in front of people to speak and it's not a conversation that's going on, a lot of times my body tells me, no, you can't, because it makes my stomach get upset, and it makes me feel uh, not necessarily sick, but it makes me feel bad. <laughs> it makes me feel as if, man, I, I really am uncomfortable to do this. But when it all starts and it all gets going and everything else, and I actually am able to realize that I'm relying on his strength to do it, though I may not see it, everything goes fine. Because he strengthened me to accomplish what he had me do. So whenever I read this, I'm going to read Philippians 4, 11 through 13. And tell you just kind of an idea of what it was. So it says in Philippians 4, 11 through 13. I am not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content, and in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I could do all this through Him who gives me strength. So he's not saying... I can win the lottery because he strengthens me or I can win this football game because he strengthens me. It's him literally saying that through all of the things that I've been through in my life, God still gives me the strength to complete his mission, to complete his will in my life. So I want to read something really quick. Um, it won't take but just a moment. But it, it was kind of something that actually Joel Osteen 
had spoke about in a sermon. And he said, most people tend to magnify their limitations. They focus on their shortcomings, but scripture makes it plain. All things are possible to those who believe. That's right. It's possible to see your dreams fulfilled. It's possible to overcome that obstacle. It's possible to climb to new heights. It's possible to embrace your destiny. You may not know how it will all take place. You may not have a plan, but all you have to know is that if God said you can, you can. Now, I'm not necessarily trying to use Joel Osteen, you know, in a negative way. Um, I know that, that that seems to be what a lot of Christian commentators already do, but rather use it as an example of the way to say that many Christians today understand and interpret this verse the wrong way. For them, all things that Christ empowers them to accomplish might include fulfilling their dreams or climbing to new heights, embracing their destinies, again, sports, things of whatever the the magnitude is that you use it for. Do you want that job? Do you want to find your soulmate? Do you want to have better sex with your spouse? Make more money? No problem. You can accomplish all of it through Christ. Unfortunately, this way of interpreting and applying Philippians 4.13 couldn't be further from the actual meaning to understand what Paul, the author of Philippians, actually meant, we have to actually read the verse in context. And in context, we see that he is talking about Christ giving him the strength to accomplish what he has for him. So, again, it wasn't going to be a very long episode this morning. It was more or less just kind of getting the point across that Regardless of what the verse is, if somebody gives you a verse, because reading it by itself, I can do all this through him who strengthens me. That can be applied across the board to anything. And though, yes, you can, that's not what it means in context for that verse. So, again, I just wanted to just give you an idea of what I mean by, you know, using the context the right way of going in and and, and digging deep to figure out what that might mean. Uh, just, again, you guard your hearts. Make sure that, that you're not being led astray. Read your Bible yourselves. Don't just let somebody tell you a verse and then you take it for what they say it means. Because you may go and read context, something that they might not have done. And it may cause you to see what God was actually doing and what God was actually trying to get across with what was being said or what was being written by the author. So I pray that everybody will be able to use that, dig in your Bibles, make sure you get the context of what's going on. And I pray that you will please just realize that if God has called you to something, he's going to give you the strength to do it. He's going to work through you and make sure that it is accomplished that way that his will goes forth. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. I'm going to close out this episode. And I pray that, again, that hopefully this was able to help somebody to, to understand and, and also encourage you to dig in your Bible. Whenever somebody gives you a verse, go see what it actually means. Don't just take it for what it's worth. Go, go read around it. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. And again, I'm going to close this out. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day that we have. Dear Lord, I, I pray that you will please 
bless everyone who's listening to this and bless even those who don't hear it dear lord i pray that you will please just be with us as you are and i thank you so much for the strength that you give us to complete what it is that you call us to do i pray that you will please help us with whatever we may have going on and i pray that you will please just keep us and guide us and direct us lead us the way that you want us to go and help us to remember that you will strengthen us to do it even when we feel that we don't have the strength or we can't do it on our own. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day again and we pray that you will please just continue to walk with us until we are able to meet again. And I praise you. We love you. And it is in your son's precious and holy name that we do pray. Amen.